Discover the keys to success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, our host will find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask so that you may reap the rewards of your good karma. And now, here is the host of Good Karma, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Excellent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another excellent week on the show. Uh, this week, for all the newbies or and also the veterans looking to learn a new trick, we're going to be tackling a topic that we generally don't go into the good karma realm because we're all about good karma here, but we're going to be talking about underrated and overrated um, parts of the industry. Um, so helping me do this is somebody that wrote a really uh, interesting thread about all of this. Uh, John from Wicked Fire. John, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm on. What's up? Hey, how you doing, dude? I'm okay. I'm about to go out for a cigarette. What's up? So, for people that are unfamiliar with uh, Wicked Fire, give them a quick little background of what's going on over at that site. Uh, Wicked Fire is basically a webmaster forum for affiliates that want to learn pretty much anything. Uh, Pay-per-click arbitrage. Thank you, Chris. Um, <laughs> uh, SEO, affiliate marketing. We have a lot of network reps over there. Uh, and it also allows people to pretty much say whatever they want for the most part. Um, they can swear. They can post all sorts of lovely pictures of females and whatnot. Um, it's really not for the faint of hearted, though, and it's not for people that scare easily or, or offend it easily. Um, but we've had a really huge success rate going on. We're under a year old. We're ranking really well for a lot of the top keywords, and our member base is pretty active for the for the most part. We have over 120,000 posts already, and I think we'll be hitting our uh, year mark in late June. Wow, sweet! Are you a member there, Greg? Wicked Fire. I yeah. am, but I um, I actually need to re-register under my official uh, nickname. No, uh, when you when you joined there, were you flamed at all or no? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I really kept a low profile there. Um, uh, there's just so many sites be. currently, you know, going on that it's hard to be active in all the places. Well, great! It'll be a great place for you to go out and say the word like fuck or something like that. Well, I would never say that because my mother-in-law is listening, and, you know, uh, according to my mother-in-law, I never well, say are, any are dirty words. Oh, come on. <laughs> How could you not say it if you're from New York City? Come on. you got to say it. I know you do. I know when the Yankees are playing Bob, they're like, fuck! Um, it might slip out when I'm walking through Times Square and there's a bunch of tourists in front of me and I'm trying to get uh, somewhere. I hate the tourists. Yeah, <laughs> slow walkers. I really want a cattle prod. I, that's yeah. what I ask for every Christmas, because walking through Times Square, um, you need a cattle prod to get the tourists out of your way. You could probably find one on Canal Street somewhere. Um, no, I, I shop for other things on Canal Street. Great bargains down uh, there. Great uh, bargains. Yeah, like, the, like the fake Prada bags. All right, Greg, you don't have to tell us all your secrets. It's fine. <laughs> uh, they move very well on eBay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I hear it's illegal, though. So uh, yeah, better not better not pronounce that. Well, it's not a Prada. It's a Rada. It's not a Rolex. It's a Bolex. You know. 
Yeah, I love those guys that walk up to you and just say, like, hey, want to watch? And you're like, oh, how much? They're like, $5, and it's a Rolex. <laughs> and, like, and, you're, and everyone always asks, oh, is it real? Yeah, dude, it's real. That's why they're selling it for $5. <laughs> um. Yeah, and just like when you're doing Internet marketing and you're going around to different forums and people are posting and you're saying, wow, is this real information? It's the same deal as somebody offering you a Rolex, you know, for $5. If it sounds too good on the forums, it probably is. Oh, sort of like e-books, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, let's not even go into the ebook stuff. But um, oh, we we had lots of fun last night on Wicked Fire. Uh, someone from the Warrior Forum, a moderator, came over to uh, pick a fight with us and pretty much destroyed the crap out of him. Uh, it's a pretty long uh, thread there too. It's a lot of fun. I kind of wish that the other uh, old members that uh, that chose to leave uh, were there because they really would have had a fun time. Yeah, I would love to do. A free ebook for so many people because they come to me so often after getting bad information, following the bad information and screwing themselves up. But one of the honest problems of ebooks, even when people try to do the right thing, is that mm-hmm. information gets dated. And when you slap it into an ebook and you, you know, two years later somebody comes along and downloads it, they have a huge problem. You yeah, know, well, even if you're I mean, giving away it for free. Well, there are two problems with ebooks. One, most of the people buying that crap, uh, and I'm not talking about all ebooks, I'm just talking about the get rich quick marketing, SEO kind of stuff. Um, Aaron Walls did the smartest thing because he made the ebook, he updates it, but he also uses his blog to sort of update it every day, which is very, very smart. I don't think anyone else does that. Um, and the second problem, though, is that when these people do download it or buy it, they're always interested in that quick magic fix to make like a billion dollars tomorrow. Yeah, and, and, that's, and, I mean, and that's usually you can't the, make a billion bucks with no work. I mean, you look at you look at all the sales pages, and they're all the same. Mm-hmm. They're all like, "Oh, look at me! I made three thousand dollars today on ClickBank." Uh, you know, you open up the ebook, and then right at the bottom it says, and if you if nothing here works, then just resell my product and uh, you'll make your money back. Well, I mean, I I have to take some blame on that because the uh, million identical sales pages, probably about 100,000 of them are mine. So, oh. Sorry, my well, uh, auto-generated program really yeah. worked too well. <laughs> well, Greg, I think I'll have to meet up with you and I'll bring my dog too. <laughs> What's the dog for? Um, you know, to do things to you so I don't get sued for it. <laughs> hey, it's not my problem. I'm trying to simply make Google a better search engine by showing the weaknesses <laughs> in their algorithm. Oh, okay. We can, we can call it that, I guess. <laughs> uh, but... Let's uh, sing the praises of uh, good resources out there that just aren't getting the publicity that they should be getting. Um, all right. Here's one for uh, the Black Hat guys, seoblackhat.com. He's got that forum. Uh, he charges about 100 bucks a month for it. Um, i got to say, it's not updated very often, but I felt like a school kid in a candy store when I first got there. And I was joking around with Quadzilla, too. I was like, oh, you know, I won't be on there very much. I'm on there all the time. It's 
fucking great. I mean, seriously, seriously great stuff on there. Uh, probably not for the newbie guys, though, uh, because they do talk about a lot of things that people probably won't know about or rather won't understand. Uh, but anyone who is curious about Black Hat or want to get into it, that's the forum to go to. It uh, used to be free, and I know it was very popular when it was free, but it's still just as popular now. Um, it's got like a real hardcore bunch of guys on there, too, so it's in a lot of great context, too. I know a lot of people aren't so Black Hat friendly, but, you know, if you are, go there. And also, if you like to play po- uh, poker, they have a new poker tournament going on. Did you read about that? Yeah. It's, um, what's the what's the prize? Like five grand or something? Um, five, five grand five in grand cash, winner, but that's not the real big prize. The real big oh, no, prize oh, yeah, is the real big prize is, are the links. That's what it was. Exactly. Enter yeah. the uh, to enter the tournament. They don't want money from you. They want you to dedicate links mm-hmm. uh, so that the winners win. Um, direct links from like I mean just thousands of them so uh, whatever page you want to use that'll be number one on Google um, but again you know the white hat guys will say oh no that's not true <laughs> yeah but, it's you know, not they, true they that you can manipulate Google with a massive amounts of links it just yeah. happens but it's not true <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so uh, Really interesting poker tournament going on there. Minimum PR4 to uh, quote-unquote buy-in is needed. You need a web page that you control um, to put a link on that's a PR4 or better. And once you do that, you get entered into the tournament. Winner takes all the links, and I think second and third place divvy up the cash prizes. Um, but if you head on over seoblackhat.com, you can read all uh, the information about that. So who else um, should we be singing the praises of? Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, wow, that's a tough question, actually. How about um, I, we, we Mitch been, I've, been actually using, I've been actually using my blog log a lot lately and just coming up to uh, other blogs and stuff that I really, really uh, read. Sorry. Uh, Dave N. actually has a good one. Dave Naylor? He's got a new blog post out? No, he doesn't have a new blog post out, but, I mean, just reading his blog, I like it a lot. Oh. And I also, I like, I've never met him in person or anything, but I love the fact that he's a huge potty mouth like me, so. (laughs) You have to to have a drink with uh, Dave. He's just such a fun guy. Um, He knows what he's talking about, but more importantly, he also likes to enjoy life, you know? Uh, real casual, real nice guy. Um, Dave N, real fun to play uh, play around with. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good stuff about him, too. Yeah. Um, I've, I've never had a bad time hanging out with him at the uh, conferences. And really, he's also one of the guys that you don't want to piss off. Because, <laughs> you know, some people, they think they're big stuff because they own you know, a few websites, like 10, 20. Uh, he's taken it to a whole other level. <laughs> and I'm no, not talking I don't, like I don't know if he wants us to talk about that. Well, it, he's just, you know, I'm just saying he's a big dog. Not going into specific yeah. details. Oh, no, um, I know. I've heard. But, 
Yeah, he definitely knows what he's doing, and he's got great technical expertise. So um, if, you have, if you're really smart with technical expertise, it makes the road a lot easier, and he's the poster child of why you should also know your technical stuff if you're going to be in this industry. Yeah, except for me, because I don't, I don't, I'm like retarded when it comes to that. Well, you don't absolutely have to. I mean, I don't know anything technical. <laughs> I need oh, somebody to turn on my you, computer man. in the morning. Oh, look at this. We're both on the radio, too. Sweet. Well, we're not producing <laughs> the show. That's why, you know? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, that's true, too. Th- thank you, Eddie. He's doing a good job, too. High five to him for fixing that. Um, um, also, I, you know, a lot of you may be pissed off for me for saying this, but i got to say, um, in the last month and a half or so, I've been reading Shoe Money's blog a lot because he's actually dropping a lot of good information here and there. Um, he gets a little technical, too, which I kind of like. And he, he made that post about, what was it? There was, like, um, he made something about a, a pricing book or something like that, I think, and, and also that, that code for uh, AdWords uh, that made that arrow thing or the bold thing, whatever it was. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I like his blog now a lot better than it used to be, only because he's been dropping a lot of good information. And even though I rated him as overrated on the list, um, I just put overrated because of things that I don't agree with, really, um, or what people you know, make him out to be. But I think that he's really on the right track now as far as dropping information, which is really cool. Oh, yeah, and he's another guy that really knows his technical stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, um, he used to handle some really heavy-duty um, security stuff, and people are saying, but, hey, wait, you know, I heard he was hacked a while ago. Well, it's also a sign that, you know, when you're doing the updates, if you get lazy for one week, you're screwed. You know, and considering somebody was gunning for him and it, you know, had to go through so much and he was able to get back up so fast, you know. Well, I mean, if someone's going to be gunning for you, then there's not much you can do, really. I mean, you can you can take the obviously necessary precautions, but if someone, you know, has some kind of, like, vendetta against you for some reason and is making it their life mission to bring your site down, then it's probably going to come down. You may as well just let him do it once, let the guy be happy, and then, boom, put it back up. And I don't think it was down during the day. I think it was down, like, at night or early in the morning. Yeah, it was down slow time, and he really did uh, get it up pretty fast. I mean, if that was my site, it'd still be down. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, time to get a new domain. A <laughs> <laughs> new domain. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, like, what am I going to do with it? Just, hey, congratulations, buddy. You hacked it. Good for you. They tell him $20. I'm sure that'll be like what worth like five grand out there in eastern europe <laughs> he bought a castle with that money that hacker you know uh, <laughs> and he got changed um <laughs> but yeah so it, if you're looking for um shoe money is a good blog to read good resource of information definitely over there um actually tell you what let's take a quick commercial break listen to our fabulous sponsors and we're going to be right the back commercials on this radio station so <laughs> we'll talk more about like, that when we come right back. just like Grand Theft Auto 3. It's great. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. 
best of the web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the best of the web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions. 25% recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Save big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. Now back to Good Karma, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, it's Greg Nyland, a.k.a. Good ROI, and I got John from Wicked Fire on the line with me, and we're chatting about good resources in the Internet marketing area for you guys to be taken advantage of. Um, so we were talking a bit about, you know, listening to Dave N and Chew Money, um, and then about how we love listening to fabulous Sponsors on the radio station, which pay for us, John, right? <laughs> yes, they do. They're still fabulous. I don't care. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I love the way their commercials do sound like GTA Three. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I the commercials. Uh, we're we're working on improving them. So. Um. All right. Who else uh, should we be shining the spotlight of praise on? Come on, put your thinking um, cap on. As far as industry people go or websites? Oh, either. Just, you know. Um, I, I actually, on, on that list that I did, I'm actually going to be making a bunch of lists. That was just, you know, phase one, I guess, just to see what the feedback would be. Um, but I mentioned Mike Krongle on there, who owns uh, Kopiak or Intermark, whatever you want to call him. Um, he's been a huge asset on Wikifire, and he's the owner of this network, and he gets he gets onto Wikifire, and he speaks to other affiliates and stuff, and a lot of them don't even know he's the owner of the site. And um, he just gives amazing information, like truly, truly, really wants to help out affiliates, even if they're not even um, promoting uh, offers on his network, which I think is a real stand-up guy kind of thing. Um, and I, I've noticed also Zoogle's been also uh, trying to do that as well. Al we have Alex and Joe, both the owners of uh, Whatever co-founders from this one, like if our starting to lend a hand, and it's uh, it's really cool to see that happen. 
And um, I really respect all of them for doing that, for taking their time out of their day. I'm sure they have a lot of crap going on. But yeah. it just shows that they care and, you know, can't knock that. Oh, yeah. Also, I mean, it's just really smart to be helping anybody because it, for everybody listening out there, go out and help somebody because you never know where they're going to be tomorrow and you never know where you're going to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, helping people, you're always going to – it's better to have friends than enemies. Yeah. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Uh, not that you've ever made any enemies, John. Oh, of course not. I'm like the most well-liked guy in the world. I mean, just look in the IRC room. Everyone loves me there. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> messages of uh, love and support can keep on coming, pouring through there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they really love it. <laughs> hey, what would you say is the uh, best place for an affiliate to go to today? Right now? Mm-hmm. Where do you think? Wickedfire.com. No, just um, An affiliate to get information or for uh, for marketing? Making money. Where they, where they should make money itself? Say again? Where, 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 they're, like, where they should get their offers from? or Yeah, where, where, can, where is the good place to go for the offers, make the money? There are a lot of... Oh, so what a lot of affiliates don't really get is um, some of them, they find one place that treats them well and they kind of just stick with it instead of sort of, um, you know, leveraging, I guess, is what they should be doing, or they should be um, really spreading it out and, um, and trying to go with uh, different networks and different offers. And regardless if, if a, uh, a network pays better than another one, um, they should... Sorry, I keep reading the IRC room, so I get a little weird. Um, hold on. Yeah, sorry. So what they should be doing is they should be um, really going after the, the offers that convert better rather than pay better. You'll have a lot of offers that pay, like, let's say $15, $15 a lead or something like that, and or $20 a lead, and people run to that, and they're like, oh, my God, well, this network has $20 a lead, so I'm going to go with that. It must be uh, high in pay because it must be doing well, and it's really not the case. What they should be doing is going to all the forums and asking around, what is this converting for you? And we're actually going to be posting up on Wickedfire um, in our statistics program, a section, um, a list of the offers and what they're converting at with what type of traffic. And that's going to be going up uh, this weekend. It's really a pain in the ass to make. And it's taken me a long time to do because we're collecting data, data from about 20 different sources or so different affiliates that have uh, volunteered for it. And how are you verifying uh, that in, uh, the information? Uh, we're going back to the actual networks, and we're trying to get information from them because a lot of times, and I hate to bash the networks like this, but, I mean, they all sort of advertise, you know, we have the highest ads, we have this, we have the best converting offers, and it's really not like that. So it's really tough to go over them and say, well, what's this offer converting at without actually seeing the raw data? So what we're doing is we're taking all the information that we get from the affiliates on all sorts of different types of traffic, like pay-per-click, SEO, black hat SEO, email, you know, co-reg, whatever it is, and we're, a- <coughs> we're sort of averaging them out. And we figure that would be, based on what these affiliates are giving us, that would be the overall average for, you know, 
the offer in a sense. I mean, I'm sure it's not for the entire offer because, you know, figure there are thousands of people pushing the same offer and we're not getting that kind of data. Mm-hmm. But um, at least it'll give people a general idea of what is working well. And not all the affiliates are, like, big guys either. We're taking data from small guys, medium guys, and big guys and just averaging it out and seeing what we come up with. And it's kind of surprising because a lot of the um, – I was expecting to see people going after ringtones and the emails that submit crap, you know, just over and over. But apparently um, the other offers that are doing, like, CPAs and uh, other types of lead gen, they're the ones that are converting the best. And I'm not trying to knock the ringtone industry or, you know, the emails that submit crap, but um, it's kind of fun, you know, to see how how everyone's talking about those two uh, sort of niches, but other niches are doing a lot better. Well, and maybe better. also because it's less competitive because most people are going like, oh, wow, I only need to get, you know, a cell phone number and a passcode filled in, and I get 15 bucks. Wow, that's great. Let me go do that. But what they're not focusing on is they can use the same money at the same time and go after, you know, a different type of offer and probably make a lot more money. Yeah. I I mean, I got into a discussion a few days ago with a guy that was asking for, can you give me a list of the uh, best-paying keywords? And I'm just like, what do you mean best-paying? Do you mean, like, you know, most impressions, most traffic, uh, best converting rates, you know, all this stuff? He goes, no, I'm just looking to make money with ads on my site, so I want to know what stuff to make it for. I'm like, there's so many variables because, you know, the payouts are different. They should be looking at, and there's this great program called, uh, what is it, Uh, Keyword Country. Mm -hmm. Um, Haven't used it myself. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. And what it does is it shows you not only the highest, you know, costing keywords, because people figure, oh, if it costs a lot, like mesothelioma, then, oh, my gosh, it must be paying out. What they have to understand, though, is that a keyword like that, even if it's pay- even if the, the people paying for it are paying, like, 75 bucks a click, it doesn't mean that there, there's that much traffic for it. In fact, there's very little traffic for it, hence the reason... Google was cracking down so hard on a lot of these AdSense uh, publishers that were using mesothelioma sites because they knew it was fake. I mean, these guys just made a site, a made-for-AdSense site, packed on an article or two, slapped the ads on there, and it would show up for mesothelioma. They would either click it themselves once or twice to test it out or, you know, they'd get their traffic for or buy really crappy traffic and sort of simulate the fact that their site is popular. Google's not an idiot. They know what's going on. So what you want to do is, if, you, if you're going for a made-for-AdSense page and you want to make your money on AdSense, what you want to do is you want to find keywords that get a lot of traffic every single day, not for the whole month, and pay a nice, decent amount of money. Like, you know, five, six bucks is fine. I mean, still, would any, would any of us really pay five or six dollars a keyword? Fuck no. You know, let's, let's be realistic here. So it's much better to make money off of that than, you know, say going for something like mesothelioma, which, you know, you'll be under the watch of Google and probably get smart price right away. Yeah. Uh, in general, that's also why I tell people that are looking to come into the market now, go after the second tier terms. Because the first tier terms, competition's already high because everybody knows about them. Everybody's mm-hmm. looking at the budgets. It's also well-known by all the search engines. You know, Yahoo and Google all know where, you know, where it's cutthroat. So if you go in at the second tier, it's lower competition, 
so that you don't have 100 affiliates all trying to get the same term, and you're not getting the same scrutiny that you're going to get elsewhere. Yeah, and you know what? A really good niche to look into is actually two of them are um, cosmetic surgery, which is fucking huge in the United States. I mean, it's a, it's a giant market, and no, one are, no one's making these sites for it. And we actually did a test of it uh, when we were first doing pay-per-click arbitrage, and it was converting so well because, I mean, we looked up on the keywords. Um, I think this was actually before Keyword Country helped us out, but um, we, we were looking at the keywords, and we were trying to figure out what keywords are expensive but also generate a lot of traffic so that we can arbitrage it and, you know, send it to these article sites with uh, AdSense on it and get, you know, the most bang for our buck. And when I see other people doing it, they're using AdWords as arbitrage, which I don't really agree with so much. But, you know, even so, that niche and also the finance niche is huge. I mean, taxes, mortgages, real estate, you know, related finance stuff, um, you know, you can think of that has to do with finance is going to be big. Yep. Even law, you know, lawyer stuff like Lemon Law. Like most people don't even know what Lemon Law is, and I it's do. such a huge market. <laughs> oh, you do. You had, you had a problem with that? Oh, not a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, or were you the cause of the problem? I simply help people that uh, help law firms uh, better uh, promote themselves online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you should know the Lemon Law keyword is a freaking expensive keyword, but it also generates a lot of traffic because it's a pretty big issue. I mean, Lemon Law has to do with uh, car sales, right, that that went bad where some, like, idiot put sawdust in the engine or something like that. Yeah, you buy a car and it's in the shop for over a month the first year. You can qualify under the Lemon Law and get your full money back. Yeah, which a lot of people don't know about, too. Um, but then when they find out, they start searching for it, and, you know, they come to your site, and boom, you get the click. And, you know, you're going to make a lot more money off of that than you would on trying to focus on a mesothelioma site. Yeah. Uh, I, I would not go after mesothelioma. There's so many other industries out there. Um, and the only way to make real good money with mesothelioma is actually if you partner with a law firm that secretly gives you a cut of the deal for all the lawsuits that they settle. Is that even legal? No. That's why I said <laughs> secretly. Oh, okay. Uh, that kind of reminds me of when uh, I was doing mortgage leads, and um, uh, this one of the first um, affiliate brokers or whatever they were, lead brokers, that was buying leads for me gave me this offer. He's like, well, you know, you can take... Uh, 15 or $20 a lead, and then I'll give you a percentage of the closed loan. And I knew from right from right at the start that was illegal, and I didn't want to do it anyway because how the hell am I going to track that? You know, he could say, oh, um, only two of them converted, so, you know, here's your cash, when really like 20 or 30 of them converted. So, you know, you should become an affiliate manager. Around. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm too cool for that. Come on. No, no, no. I said he should. Oh, he's no. uh, uh, he, he you got to know how to skim anyway. if you're going to be an affiliate manager. Uh, don't knock all. Not all affiliate managers are bad. No, no, no. And and when it's I find like, a good one, few of I them hold. Are bad. Like some some of the some of the ones that I really like a lot are like um, Jessica Dag from Max Bounty. She's awesome. Um, 
let's see, Audrey from Azugal, Chantel from Azugal, um, of course, Danielle Iovino from Copiac. Um, you know, I can just basically give you a giant list of really, really good AMs to work with um, in every single company. So, I mean, you always you do have your bad apples. That's that's definitely true. Where they overhype, um, they tell you that you know you're going to get this and this for an offer, and then you don't, or they just want you to push volume because they do get a percentage. Hence the reason they're so aggressive with you sometimes. Yeah. The the funniest line I ever heard from one of my former affiliate managers, <laughs> because after he made this comment, I was just like, you can't be serious. I say, um, I approached him because I uh, accused him that he was skimming my sales, and he said he didn't know what skimming was. He didn't know what skimming <laughs> was? Mm. Huh? Sure, sure he didn't. I think that's like uh, AM uh, shystiness 101 right there. Come on. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. It's just like, okay, you're an affiliate manager, and you, you're saying you don't even know what skimming is, you know? So, and of course, after I yelled at him, the next day my conversion rate magically doubled. Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah. Well, you know, it must it must be that good karma that you got going on. Cause well, that I never really pissed me off because I didn't realize how much he was skimming. I knew he was skimming, but. <laughs> Seeing my conversion uh, so rate that double used to overnight. In the adult world all the time too. Which when back in the adult days um, of mine, um, we didn't call it skimming; we called it shaving. And uh, the affiliate programs would do it themselves. They would they would shave like first it started at like one in every three sales, then it was one in every five, then it was one in every seven, then one in every twelve, and then around like nineteen. Oh, excuse, sorry, probably around like two thousand two or so, like. About the time I was getting ready to leave, suddenly they released this new software that was like skim proof, so or shaving proof, and it was amazing how much people's uh, sales just jumped after that. The same traffic, the same site, <laughs> different software, because you know they said that they weren't uh, shaving, but they were. Well, how else are they supposed to afford these thirty-five dollar payouts when the membership is only twenty-five dollars? Oh yeah. What, do you, yeah. what do you think they're doing? They're shaving the crap out of you. So like or and, and they were they were, they were able to get away with it because there were no really uh laws. I mean there still aren't, but there were no there was no real buzz about it because affiliates weren't really paying attention to that. And then as the conversion rates start to really deteriorate, people start focusing more and more on that. And um that, I mean I remember conversion rates back then were amazing. I mean, how hard is it to sell porn online? you know, in the beginning of the Internet uh, affiliate boom, um, conversion rates used to be like 1 in like 3 to like 1 in 30. I mean, no one, only like the worst TGP sites would get like 1 in 100. Now I think they're they're all doing like 1 in 1,000 or so, which uh, really sucks for them. I think they're, I think the porn industry online is sort of going for a decline. I'm not saying, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, close shop or anything, but with all the laws that are coming up and, and all these fees that they all have to pay and, uh, just it's a mess, and I'm I'm very glad to have gotten out when I got out. Even though I regret it many times every week because of the money. The money was amazing, but the industry itself was just going deeper and deeper into the hole. Well, as John's crying about the lost revenue from bailing out of the porn industry, we're going to listen to our fabulous <laughs> sponsors again. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. 
Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. Webmasterradio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's ClickSOR.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Want traffic? For results without hassle, look no further than Search Ad Network. Focused on your core goals, our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales, increase brand recognition, and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology. In addition, Search Ad Network offers free click fraud detection and API access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired ROI. Visit searchadnetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance. Have you heard that content? Content is king? Yeah. What's that mean? I don't even have a clue. Hmm. Wonder if that's important. Important? Search engine optimized web content is essential. Essential for maximizing page rank. Essential for increasing sales. GetWebContent.com is the internet's foremost provider of custom written search engine optimized copy. GetWebContent.com is easy to access and ultra cost effective. Right now, copy is indeed king. And GetWebContent.com is the king of copy. Check it out today. Now back to Good Karma, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, it's Greg Nyland here. I got John as I'm handing him a tissue here. You okay uh, losing the porn sales? Yeah. Sorry. You got it over that. The violins in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. But getting back to something you said earlier in the show, there mm-hmm. is one alternative to uh, people giving uh, higher payouts than uh, they actually make with their monthly subscriptions. Um, because I got involved with this company that was um, a competitor of Netflix, mm-hmm. and they were was paying that Blockbuster. No, 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 no. A, a, a real small, brand new company, um, already out of business. And they were actually, they doubled the rate that Netflix was paying out. Mm-hmm. So I went gangbusters. I said, wow, I'm making a killing here. You know, and I'm just doing the math, and I'm hoping that every month the check clears. Because in my head, I'm like, they're going to go out of business because there's no way they can pay me the affiliate, you know, double from what everybody else is paying. Sure enough, four months later, they were out of business. Yeah. But <laughs> good, good idea on paper, bad idea in reality. Well, not for me. I mean, I got burned the last few weeks, but um, that's that's okay. In the long, you know, it made uh, enough money since the first few months. I got double payment. High five to you, man! Right on. Yeah, I was smiling, and then the affiliate manager is coming to me because um, you know. That's and that's actually the real reason I went in there because, as you said, if somebody is offering crazy money, you know something weird is going on. Um, yeah. But I knew the affiliate manager and I knew he was trustworthy. Um, so I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "Management made the rule, so I'm following it." You know, 
Um, and did, did he know what uh, what skimming was? Oh yeah, he knew what skimming was, and that's why I knew I was safe with him. You know, um, because any good affiliate manager knows that they might be running a program today, but next year they might be on a different program. So if mm. they are known for skimming, they're going to never be able to recruit again. But for yeah. the guys that are honest and work with their affiliates and give give good information, like I'm always going to follow the handful of affiliate managers that I trust. If yeah. they give me a call and say, hey, Greg, i got a program, no questions asked, I'm going to promote it because mm-hmm. I know they're not going to do me wrong. Money-wise, right on, in the long term, it doesn't make sense for them to give me bad information. So, But unfortunately, on in the Internet industry, not too many people look at the long term. Yeah, really. Well, that's not really that true. People do. I mean, people are looking at the long term a lot more often now than they were, say, in 2000 or 1999 uh, when the bust happened, you know, between late 97, late 97, 98-ish, all the way up until like 2001, people were not planning for the future, really. I mean, adult was, and gambling was. Unfortunate for gambling, too, now, with the new law. But, um, you know, I mean, no one saw that one coming, too. That was pretty hardcore. Um, but, you know, things happen. Things, things change at Internet speeds on the Internet. So, you know, you can't really plan for everything. You have to try your best and hardest and just, you know, kind of keep your fingers crossed and hope that, your industry is the next one to be outlawed or something. Yeah. Well, in the chat room, I actually have a question for you. Do you keep landing pages very basic and to the point, or do you go fancy with nice graphics? Fancy, fancy? Uh, no, I keep it very basic. I keep it very, very content-heavy, uh, meaning uh, text-heavy, rather, uh, because for, uh, for like, pay-per-click is what I was using most of them for. Um, and also, it may also depend on the actual offer you're running. If it's like one of these, you know, quick sales where they're going to be getting a product where they're not paying for the product, but they're only paying for the quote-unquote shipping. Um, if it's something like that and, you know, the offer has a has a landing page for it or has some kind of email splash page that I'll use, I'll just, I would just use that because, you know, it's easier for me and uh, I just want to see how it's going to go too because a lot of times... Depending on what the product is, or what the if it's a lead or whatever it is, you know, it de- it does depend on how visual it is. Sometimes people will fill out a form or something because it's more visual and it's more poppy and stuff like that. Like if you take, I'm going to make a reference to ringtones here, even though I don't ever do ringtones. All the ringtone sites are not like these text-based sites. They're all like very flashy, very image-intensive, because they're aimed at people that you know will sign up to something that is very image-intensive, and they have to be sort of um, kept looking at it. You know, their, their focus has to be on that. If, the, if it's just text, it's just going to be boring for them, and they're not going to sign, sign up to it. So, but if it's something else, um, like mortgage leads, for instance, is what I was very into, I kept it very text-intensive, in, and I actually made the site very ugly. And um, the reason for that is, A, um, on AdWords and stuff, you want to, you know, look at your quality score and your click-through rate, and what better way to bring up the relevance on that and you know your click-through rate than to make it very text-intensive? Because also you want to be known as, in Google's eyes, you want to be known as more of a consumer rather than a commercial site. Consumer sites get uh, better quality scores, pay a lot less too because they're considered consumers. 
Google knows that these guys don't have these ginormous budgets to spend on, so they want to give the little guy some more clicks for a cheaper amount of money, um, also because it's usually more relevant. Sites that are image-intensive don't have that text and usually come up as commercial, and therefore, you know, regardless of whatever your quality score is, unless you're spending, like, a lot of money, um, you won't get the same perks. So definitely text uh, landing pages for Google AdWords and also MSN Ad Center. Yeah, in general, I always try to keep it as simple as uh, myself because I feel why do another, um, you know, create another level or another hoop that somebody has to jump through to make you money. So yeah. just um, back in the day um, when JavaScript redirects were the uh, hot thing and, you know, the search engines really weren't keeping track of any of it, um, I, I uh, did some research with JavaScript redirects. <laughs> Mm. And uh, let's just say it really helps with uh, making money. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, uh, we're referring to Google AdWords here when people put the affiliate link and they, they just get too lazy, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, keep it simple. Uh, try to make it um, as easy as possible for people to give you uh, money or to take an action that will earn you money, um, and it's, you're going to be better off in life. Um, yeah. Also, I want—I just want to point something out. People in the chat room were talking about the million-dollar um, post that I made on my blog a while back to stop people from bugging the shit out of me. Um, very easy ways to make a million dollars over the weekend. There's this really cool game called Lottery. Uh, you just buy a ticket, and you can—I mean, you can buy a lot of tickets if you want. But uh, you know, try to pick good numbers. Um, there are a lot of lottery sites out there, and that's how you can win a million dollars. All right, so stop bugging me. Yeah. Um, any other words of wisdom we got going here? And for everybody listening in in the chat room, now's the time to plug any questions you got going here that you want us to address. <laughs> they're, they're going crazy about it. I love oh, it. Oh, man, they are. Another question just popped up, actually, as I was saying that. When you create PPC campaigns, do you have an efficient way of marking, of making ad groups and gathering URLs for the landing pages? Mm, I love how they ask like these interesting questions, um, especially when driving traffic to a larger site. Let's see, how can we answer this one quickly? Well, I would um, say first of all, this highlights a very important uh, piece that so many people don't realize. Um, when you're doing a PPC campaign, even if you have an easy way or a hard way, it's a necessary step. You need to drive traffic to the most targeted page of your site. Don't yeah. just send it to your home page, and that's what a lot of people do. So regardless if it's easy or hard, you've got to take the time and put the effort in to get the traffic into the right place of your site. Yeah, and also a good idea would be to make the landing page Either if it's going to be for keywords that you don't normally target, but they're you know either general or hotel ones, you want to make that landing page um, pretty much pitch the same thing that your ad is pitching on AdWords. You know, so if they're looking for you know some sort of product and you made some kind of you know promise or sales pitch on that ad, you want them to come to a page where they still have that in their mind and that sort of complements that instead of just another page saying like oh sign up here. 
you know, I mean, you really want to get the maximum um, conversion rate out of your traffic because you don't want it to just be a click. Or, you know, maybe put, I don't know, a newsletter sign-up. I don't really use new newsletters, but I know that they work. People have said that they work. So this way, even if you don't get a sign-up or a lead or a pro, you know, a sale, if you get the email address, at least you have something that's somewhat converted because then you can later on, you know, you can email them later on with other products that are, you know, just like whatever you're doing. I'm not saying spam them or anything, but, you know, this way, you know, they, they showed some type of interest. And if they're willing to show some type of interest by entering their email address, but they don't want to buy anything now, then you can still use them for something later on. Yeah. You know, so you didn't, you didn't lose that, whatever you're paying for a click. Um, you know, um, your your goal here is to get as much as you can out of whatever you're spending. Exactly. When you got that orange and you're squeezing the juice out, we're trying to you know figure out how to squeeze as much out as possible and not throwing away a perfectly good orange. Exactly. Um, we hope that the juice is green money. So. Exactly. Uh, moving on to another question because the questions are actually piling up in the chat room. Not sure if we can get to all of them. Um, <laughs> what third tier search engine would you use? Um, to drive quality traffic. Okay, wait. what third tier is that? The one that you? Yep. Okay, wait, hold on, I'm reading this in the, in the chat room. Uh, okay, that's an oxymoron. All right, there are no <laughs> third tier search engines that have quality traffic. None. Um, the reason that they're third tier is because not quality. Uh, even second tiers are like borderline. I wouldn't consider them the best traffic in the world. Um, I've personally never converted anything off of second tier, but I have heard people converting stuff lately off of search feed. Um, definitely not seven search, and I'm really sorry if they're an advertiser here. Um, their traffic sucks, hands down. Um, it's good for you know arbitrage stuff, but uh, for anything else, I mean, I've never been able to convert anything, not even email uh, submissions or zip submits, which are by far the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, you know, you're going to want to also look at a, one search engine that a lot of people don't pay attention to is, is uh, ask.com. And ask.com is actually pretty cool because um, they use their ads and also Google's, and I know they're stopping it in uh, at the end of this year, um, but ask.com has done well for me on a bunch of different things. Like, um, we had this contest on Wicked Fire that was uh, pushing um, some, like, made-for-TV stuff from uh, a company called Silmark. And it was using Ask, MSN Ad Center, and AdWords. And Ask and MSN Ad Center did pretty well together, um, sort of like a hand-in-hand kind of thing. And um, I, it's very underrated traffic, actually. It's for some things, but not others. So don't depend on it. But, you know, it's good for an alternative to, you know, high prices on Google. Very cool. Um, moving on, another question, trying to squeeze in as much as possible in this hour. Do you put AdSense up on your landing pages or some other offer to hope uh, to gain something from the visitor since you already have them there? Uh, I use AdSense, and I, what I try to do is I try to make the AdSense look like content. Uh, I know Google just ruled out that new rule, you know, can't put the images near it. Um, those used to help out immensely. Uh, but now, as long as you make the ads, I mean, you can do a lot of really creative things with the ads, with the colors and everything. And a lot of people sort of overlook it because they think, like, oh, well, everyone knows the ads, and they don't do it, and they don't play around with really the things that they can. Um, 
one good thing that I found is that if you use colored text, and I'm not just talking about on your ads, I'm talking about on the actual text, like we were playing around with one of them that used red text, which I happen to find so freaking annoying, just really irritating. And I was thinking, oh, no one's going to read this, but then we made the ads with red text too. And it turned out to convert very well because, I mean, the people knew that there were ads because it says ads by Google. It's not like, you know, we're tricking them. But when you stick the uh, the ad words sort of like in between paragraphs, but don't make the paragraph too spaced out. Just make it look like, you know, it's sort of like there. Or even better, when people take that uh, that Google AdSense, um, that bar, I forgot what they call it, where it just says ads by Google and then it looks like a navigation bar. Mm-hmm. That thing right there is so smart. I've seen people use that in very, very creative ways, and that really banks for them. Even though the person has to click it once and then click it again um, on the search engine part, but that thing is really, really smart. Um, but yeah, AdSense all the way. And this will be the final question that we can squeeze in. John, after finding a campaign in PPC that converts with a positive ROI, what are some steps you take to try to boost the ROI even more? Um, good question. <laughs> Once I find the ROI, what do I do to keep it or, or to boost it? Um, mm-hmm. Probably take the keyword, the ad group that I'm tracking, because what you want to do is you want to track that ad group that you're using because it's not just what a lot of people make the mistake of doing is they take they'll follow they'll follow advice and they'll make a bunch of ad campaigns or a bunch of ad groups and a lot of keywords and they'll do all the research and they'll go into it but then they never use the real tracking that they can be using to find out which keywords are actually converting so what you want to do is on any test uh, which is what I usually do I obviously test it out first before I pull in a lot of cash um, I guess the top 10, the top 20 ad groups that are converting well, I'll take those keywords and I'll try to really turn them into even deeper long tails if they're not already so that they're more and more targeted. And then what I'll do is I'll focus more of the money on those ad groups rather than the other ones. If they're not converting, why would I spend money on it? You know, unless, unless I'm getting it for like a cent or, you know, three cents a click, then fine, I'll keep it going. But if it's not, you know, if, if I'm paying for it and it's not making any money, then why bother? Just, you know, move it over and start beefing up the other campaigns. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. Put your money where it's going to make you the most bang for the buck. Yeah, pretty much. Greg, I still didn't hear you say the F word yet. F word? Yeah. That's fabulous. Many times. I want to hear you say fuckface or something. (laughs) I will say um, thank you very much. And any final words of wisdom, John? Uh, No, but thank you for having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for being on. And everybody listening out there, hope you have an excellent week. See you all next week. Bye-bye.